0: You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome into Halos in the Infield podcast with your host, Todd Fox, and the other co-host, Fernando. And we are uh, obliged and privileged to have uh, Rocks in the Outfield here, the podcast. Gentlemen, will you please introduce yourselves?
1: Take it away, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> what's up, guys? Uh, this this Carl from Rocks in the Outfield. I'm um, here with the boys. Happy to be here. And uh, um,
2: Max here and Jordan hanging out. Yeah, you're done. You're done introducing yourself, Mike. Yeah,
1: I, I was going to introduce you, too.
2: No, I'll <laughs> introduce myself. All right. Uh, yeah, we got Halos in the infield. Rocks in the Outfield, we got the whole diamond. Oh,
3: exactly. uh, yeah. got the whole team here. Yeah. we're well, on? We're here to
2: collab
0: and talk angels baseball. we're here to just talk it up with you guys and hopefully you guys enjoy the conversation we're gonna be talking basically I mean what the hell's going on with the angels lately I want to get their takes on it because they're real fans. this isn't a halo honk conversation at all mm-hmm. so we are gonna get down and dirty with this one if we have to so who wants to lead off as far well, come on
3: real quick Todd I have to ask what would Roger Lodge say? If you try to call him with the real conversation,
0: I got to hang up on you guys. If you're not
2: positive, we got to go.
3: No, he would have said something like, Oh, uh, you didn't give me the name of your high school.
2: Yeah. See, that's (laughs) the thing is like, you guys say real (laughs) fans. Like, I don't like, I think I, I should know what halo honk is, but I like, is that, is that a Roger Lodge thing? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a Roger Lodge. He
2: just wants you to honk when you leave the stadium or something or
3: (laughs) (laughs) something like that. Now that makes sense.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
3: (laughs) It's not even that. He wants you yeah.
2: to his ass about
0: how he used to do blind date, and he wants you to uh, just be positive no matter what. So the team could lose, like, 10 to nothing, and he'll say, well, remember that in the third inning when they got that hit?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's all yeah.
0: right. And <laughs> he'll mean, play yeah. that, like,
3: hit for, like, six straight hours. Like, wow, yeah. what a hit. Otani, exit VLO, 115. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. great. We lost.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. You don't get points for exit VLO, that's for sure. That's, that's for sure.
3: I mean, if we did, though, we might be doing a little better.
2: Oh, for sure. <laughs>
3: well then well you know what
0: absolutely uh let's just change it up real quick uh Shohei Otani, your thoughts on him you guys I want to hear your thoughts about how this dude I mean is carrying the team what are your thoughts on on him going forward I mean into the all-star break
2: um also I'll kick it off um so I there's like a million ways to quantify like his success and stuff and for uh me me and Carl honestly we're just like again, like I've, I've said this a million times, like we're not angels, uh, encyclopedias, right. We're, we're fans. We go drink, we have fun. We try to have a good vibe. And honestly, like he is the number one vibe guy on the team right now. And like, I'm honestly thinking like without him, like if we didn't get him two, three years ago, like, what is this team looking like? Um, not only his play, not only his play on the field, but like his, his impact off the field of like, how many fans he's brought to our stadium and he's still asking for more to come. Um, I have buddies in New York who like want his Jersey. And like, it's just, it's so crazy where even trout, the best player in baseball, I never had a buddy in New York ask me for his Jersey. Now it's Otani coming in and people like want his stuff. Um, It's just, it's crazy. The kid could, I mean, the kid, the grown man, my biological father could fucking do it all. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's honestly every time I try to like, you know, try to say hey maybe this is it this is the peak this is and he just keeps he keeps doing it it seems like the best thing to say is like i am run out of words but it it, honestly it's like we we have an award on our show called halo of the week and every week it's fucking shohei otani so it's just like the shohei otani award and it's just
3: how did he win it it this year (laughs) yeah it's it's how did he win it this
1: week? go ahead carl no i mean i guess i see it from the perspective of like there's like there's two ways uh the first one is you see this is, like, the breakout of, of like, Shohei, the personality. So, last year, obviously, didn't go well for him, didn't go well for anyone on the team, really. But he was kind of, like, timid. He's never been a big personality guy. He's never been super, super outgoing in terms of, like, like today. You saw he got on – he got on the bases, point right to the dugout, do his, like, whatever thing, you know. Like, he hit the home run, he's rounding first, and he's got the finger up, like, he's – so he's showing us that he is a guy that can carry the load in terms of, like, yo, if these guys are down. Because, like, Iglesias is kind of like that too, um, Jose. But but to see Shohei do that after being so quiet, being so seemingly timid, and, and we've always heard, like, him and Fletch have fun. Like, they mess around and stuff in the dugout and the clubhouse and stuff. But to actually see it translate to the field is is super dope for us as a fan base. And another thing, like like, the second part of that is just, I like seeing a guy that's supposed to do well, do well. So like we were talking about Detmers in double A, he's killing it. He was supposed to, you know, um, show it came over as this superstar. The Yankees wanted him. The Dodgers wanted him. Anyone wanted him. I could get their hands on him. He came to us, had all these high expectations. And like, I know you've seen the, he's not going to be more than a high school hitter articles and stupid shit like that to see him do well in like in this scope right now is incredible because not only doing it on a team that, has Mike Trout on it, but like in the absence of Trout too, for him to step up, carry the load, literally drag this fucking team across the finish line if he has to.
3: I
0: agree. Uh, thoughts, Fernando?
3: Yeah, no. Like Max said, and and Carlos said, like, can you imagine like how horrible this team would be if Otani like didn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe we'd probably be talking about the first overall pick at this point because there ain't nothing else. We'd be talking about the stadium being being even more empty because at least we have Otani. You know what I mean? It's just a depressing thought to think about. But uh, you guys both just perfect examples of what we were looking for out of an answer. I mean, Shoei Otani's been the guy. He's been the dude. Uh, He's the reason why we turn on the TV. And if I would have told you guys, you know, like 2014 or 2015, you know, when Trout was like peak Trout. He just got started, he was kind of the guy in MLB. but I would have told you guys, you know, in a couple years, Mike Trout's just going to be a dude on the roster, you guys would have been like, huh, no,
2: bro. But if you would have told me, me that I mean, in April, I would have been like, no, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, And yeah, now, Mike, Trout, I mean, yeah. granted, Mike Trout's hurt, but I guarantee you, if Mike Trout was still, you know, being Mike Trout and he was healthy, he'd still would have just, you know, hey, cool, I man, Mike Trout's cool and all, but have you seen Shohei Otani? Yeah. It's like I that meme of like that guy, like, uh walking with uh with his girlfriend yeah. and like there's the girl who's walking <laughs> past and he's all Show him
2: yeah. Otani. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no I, I think that's a, you know we kind of got Christmas coming up because we don't like it, I, I don't know like what's it going to be like if Otani's still breaking and then Trump gets back and he gets back to even like half of what he can do it's yeah it's going to be you know I, I just think you know our, our big number here is four obviously with the Angels like they're 35 and 12 when they score four runs. Yeah, and with Trout and Otani, I know they, I know they've been in games together where they haven't scored four. But it's just, it's hard to see them being in in the lineup and not score four. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. They
3: really have. I mean, especially with Walsh still producing. I mean, if you, I mean, those three guys alone is enough to get you four runs.
0: And they really have a healthy lineup all year. And uh, you know, if you would place the those top five together, being Upton, who's been just killing it as leadoff, have Walsh and Otani, Trout. And uh, you know, you know, uh, I'm I'm escaping. One's escaping, but just basically the lineup, the first five, yeah, yeah.
1: Rendon, Suzuki, Rendon, Rendon, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy, (laughs) first five, if they can get going and stay healthy in there, you know, like this team could score, like you said, over four runs easy. And then you got Stassi and Iglesias on the back end. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, things could work, but uh, we just haven't seen that. And the pitching, as bad as it was, it's come together. And I like what. Uh, Max said earlier about you know and or, uh, or Carlos, I'm sorry about pointing to the the uh, the uh, you know Otani's being very present as far as mm. being up building and stuff and the chemistry you saw a lot of that with all the players in the first ten games, but that is has really faded away this as the season has progressed and Otani's been one of the few guys on a team that's been keeping it up like you mentioned Iglesias too. And we're hoping that they can get back into that because that breeds winning. You see what's happening in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, I was watching a Dodger game, and they had, like, 10 different handshakes before the dude got to, yeah. after Tatis got to the dugout.
2: Yeah. like, damn, dude, you know. Yeah. I wish we had that. They have a sister, <laughs> you know, and everything. It's like, wow. But, yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. I was thinking with the Angels. I was like, they don't really have, like, I don't know if it's an Angels already Moreno memo where they're just like, hey, tone it down, don't showbo. But it's like we had Dexter Fowler earlier this season where he was kind of you know, he was like a little, he was out there. Yeah. Like yeah he was, was trying was out to, there all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm like drawing blanks. I'm like, when, a, when's a, like, you know, some guy to fucking dab on a, or something on the, on the, you know, hit a home run and yeah. celebrate. <laughs> like we just don't see that as angel fans, like and Otani, you know, you, you see the Dodgers get a fucking bunt single and they're fucking like this. Every, yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's fucking, uh, <laughs> we need someone on the angels to, you know, and Otani's kind of doing it, but it's like, we, I don't know if it's a memo or.
1: You know, a policy or something, but it's it needs to needs to change. I think, but um, I also think like like the absence of Trout <laughs> has obviously forced Otani into kind of like given, like he might may not have even wanted it, but like a leadership role in a sense, where it's like yo, this team is looking to somebody to. It's been Mike Trout the last ten years carrying it like team on his back. This team needs someone to lead them. It doesn't seem like there's that many alpha presences on the team. Yeah. It's all kind of like like not hey, enough too many indians kind of thing you know so to see shohei uh like in this scope uh i don't think mike has played with him like with this version of shohei so if he comes back he starts doing his thing again and you still have freaking point to the dugout do your dance whatever shohei like fucking like that's i mean that's all we really could ask for you know
0: yeah my my question to you guys here too is uh you know like <laughs> the way that this team has been put together you know, Alex Cobb, we were talking prior to the show. Uh, he actually was the one that called the players only meeting. We heard about it two weeks later. And I don't know if that's right with you guys or if it sits right with you guys, that Alex Cobb is on a one-year deal. Yes, he's a vet. <clears throat> is he really the guy that you want calling the players only meeting, knowing that he's only here for a year? I mean, wouldn't you want one of the guys that maybe has a 10-year or like, like a show? Hey, I know he, he could talk three languages, but he's not always comfortable talking English. Yeah. But someone else, you would think, right? Who, who do you think is the real leader on this club, if there is one?
2: Um, Dan, yeah, that, that's tough to say. I think it's obviously Trout, and it's hard to, you know, you you come onto this team in March, and, and you're in a clubhouse with Trout. It's kind of, you know, he he's the big fish. You really don't want to come in here, step on anyone's toes and stuff. And, and nobody saw things go. Nobody in April could have told me, you're going to miss Trout for eight weeks. You're going to, you know, injury, 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 foul or AC, all this stuff. Like, nobody could have predicted that. Um, I and then I get I get into some heat saying like hey Rendon's got to do this and it's just like it's hard to tell people what they should and shouldn't do yeah, um, yeah. but I mean Cobb we, we saw a little bit of like he, to me he seems like a psycho a guy I wouldn't want to fight a side psycho in a good way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's a good psycho I don't want to fight him one of on bite your ear off <laughs> who, who was the guy he he was talking to a guy in second he's like I see you like you're trying to steal signs like fuck yeah. me, I see you yeah yeah, yeah. um so you kind of see some of that fire out of Cobb. um but i mean like we're like and and again it's all closed doors i don't know i don't have any inside sources whatever but like i I think it's got to be like upton heaney like what like i need bats thrown in the dugout i need helmets bounced off the ground i need equipment thrown i need i need something i just can't like they're just so used to like you know workout at nine meeting at 10 workout at five lose at seven dinner. It's like, it's just in their schedule. Like, it's just in their routine. It, it, yeah. And like you, you said it earlier that Rendon's probably like the next full host quote unquote, like that's the. River. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna let that happen. I, I will like, yeah. I'll bug them for autographs every day and then sell those autographs and give that money back to the team. Like somehow just to try to work it back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we can have another veteran guy just rake us for a <laughs> check over and over. Like if that is the case, but I'm not gonna let that happen.
0: <laughs> I hope not because it's been it's been uh you know he was a guy that came in here like uh, again Fernando was talking about it earlier that there was a uh what is it called Uh he had this mindset of not really being all into baseball in itself and it was kind of he's like oh man it's kind of a red flag but the fact that you know he's he is a dominant player he did really good with the nationals we thought he'd carry that over here but he just hasn't put it together or fit in in, in our opinion you know that's the that's the
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's, it's tough when you got a ring and you got a fat bank account. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think he kind of he's like a Garrett Anderson type. Like he never he's never like there's that there's that uh that famous video, it's like a TikTok or something, but he makes this incredible play, diving play to the left. He gets up, whole crowd goes nuts, and then he's just standing there. Like he's not even <clears throat> yeah, can't even get like a chest. Stone face stuff. just yeah, so I think. <laughs> I understand everyone that's like, yo, this motherfucker needs to care. He needs to try. He needs to like – we've seen him lately kind of get into it with the umpires a little bit and, like, chirping and whatnot. But, like, I, I get where people want the fire. They want, like, the – like, Patrick Sandoval today screaming into his glove. Yes. Like they, want. Yeah. They, they want something like that, and I get it. I mean, uh, we as fans are like, yo, uh, give me give me a reason to root for you. Not – because I'm always going to root for the team. Give me a reason to root for you, the player. Yeah. Good
0: point. I mean, do you guys see Andrew Heaney like that too? Like yeah. very, very less, a uh, very uh, short on emotion. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. it's harder.
2: <laughs> I think it's just hard. I mean, he's, the guy's been through so much. Like you know, what I mean, like with uh, you know Skaggs, and I, I think he was boys with Trout's brother-in-law. Like he, he's just been through. I, like I want him to do so good because he's been through so much, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's worked his way up to. I get like he should be the pitching captain i get it that we can make that title up mm-hmm. um but i don't know I, I think i'm i'm kind of shocked upton's not throwing bats i'm you know he don't have much time left i don't know what he's really i don't know what he's just playing for a check then that's fine but if he wants to win i don't he doesn't have much time left i don't know why he's not flipping out or something so or maybe they are we just don't see it uh-huh. um, yeah maybe. closed door meetings are a big part of it that we you know closed door meeting we don't hear about it till two weeks after
1: yeah you know? but, the, but the problem is if it's happening it's not translating to the field. You know, that's that's where the problem is. It's like, I'm glad if it's happening. If they're having these conversations, if Upton's in there for telling them like, yo, get it together, whatever, you know, screaming and shit, that's cool. But then like, it has to translate to the field because at that point, it's just all boy who cried wolf type shit. Yeah.
3: Could you guys... Get- Imagine like a situation where like Otani's like in there like getting animated, yelling Japanese, and then Ipe comes in here and like nicely translates. <laughs> Just,
2: like, all guys. that's like
3: such a funny image. Just like Otani. I mean, Otani's a big dude, yeah. so I would imagine like when he yells, it's probably like forceful. But you know, then Ipe is like you know like basically David Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs>
1: kind of like when he when he throws a hundred and he gives like the
3: oh
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah I don't think he
2: could do any wrong, and I think he's. That he like he's has so much respect that he'd never even like. In my mind, I don't know. Again, like, closed doors, we don't know, but it, I can't imagine
3: him like doing anything slightly even disrespectful. Like, I can't imagine like anybody though like ever like not listening to him though. Like, can you imagine a situation where like I like like speaking and people are like, "What do you have to say, bro?" It's like yeah. he's basically a, you know Jacob DeGrom and you know Mike Trout had a baby.
1: Yeah,
3: you know what I mean because he can pitch like DeGrom. You can hit bombs like, you know, Mike Trout or like, you know, actual good Albert Pujols, not angel Albert Pujols. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about Dodger Albert Pujols either.
2: Yeah.
3: Pisses me off more than those people who are like, oh, my God, he's doing so well in the Dodgers. I'm like, dude, his stats are like the same as Taylor Ward, and nobody's trying to kiss his ass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Do you guys have a problem with the coaching staff?
1: It
2: just – not necessarily a problem like i think obviously joe madden's resume like speaks for itself um we do have like obviously a running joke uh the joe madden experience um where it is kind of like bro like what like it's like the van and all that stuff like it's cool when you're winning but it's like when you're when we're fucking losing 5-0 i don't give a fuck about what kind of shaggy carpet you have in your van like and it's almost and it just almost relates to like get your shit done and then act however the fuck you want like these guys are millionaires like what like i mean what are we doing here like it's just it's so frustrating to see like 60 days, 60 lineups from last year. Yeah. Um, And my thing is like, bro, if you, if we're winning, then like, yeah, show off your Cal state Fullerton band and then you could be quirky and you could do whatever, but it's just kind of like when you're losing, losing kind of magnifies everything. And I just think it's, I don't have a problem with it, but it's like, I'm, I'm, what are we going to do? Like who are we going to get? That's not already there. Um, the, the dick pic mick stuff earlier in the year like obviously not cool with that like um was he a decent pitching coach like maybe just too horny to be on the team like it, it, that might that might have hurt us you know what i mean um I, I don't really i don't really like how matt wise looks i don't know how he coaches but it's just, just a, a vibe thing like i'm not a big I maybe mean, because he's coming out when we're losing but well, you know, well that's it is what it is that's what i think me and fernando want to ask you guys is
0: thoughts on Basically, these two uh, well, three coaches in general, and that is uh, Dick, well, not Dick Picks, uh, Matt Wise, uh, Paul Sorrento, and the other hitting coach, which we have two, by the way, Jeremy Reed. Do you think that they are not doing enough to challenge these players in game to mix things up? Like I've seen other teams reach for other coaches reach for tablets and school guys in the, in the dugout. And I don't see that with the Angels um no it, no, no. It, to make it worse
3: you see it with the angels but the coaches are never there you see like otani oh, that's true watching yeah. a tablet by himself it's yeah. like, you know i'm, I'm not saying Otani's not the kind of guy who's like no leave me alone but it's like you're the hitting coach like force him to be like no bro you know your toe tap your, your timing was off like you know force yourself in there it's literally your job because the only guy we ever
0: see that's working <laughs> using a tablet and actually being with the players is jose molina other than that They really don't have anybody like it seems like that's hands on during games to help the players adjust because the other teams seem to be adjusting to us. We're not adjusting to them, and I think that's where a lot of these zeros come up from us on you know hitting wise and then pitching. They don't adjust to what the hitters are doing if they're patient that given night if the strike zones kind of off. They don't. I don't know. What do What are you guys' thoughts? I don't think
1: I've ever seen a team swing through more down the middle. I mean, watch more down the middle, like first pitch fastballs. I understand you want to be patient. You want to work the count. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, are you going to wait for a, a nasty splitter in the dirt to try to get your hit? You know, like it drives me nuts. Yeah, they like
3: to do it with two strikes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm like. I get, I yeah, get it, your approach. It has to be different each time, but it's like, dude, it's a fastball down the middle. Like you, you put a, you tell anyone the first pitch they learn how to hit is how to hit a fastball. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just think at this level, like they're all pros. Like it, it, you know, like the coaches should really be there for like experience and morale. Like it, it's not really like, hey, Mike, try, you're going to swing, like, yeah, tweak some things. But I don't know. I, I think the, you know, and the Matt Wise, is like, I, when we see him, it's a bad like time, obviously, like it's basically, or it's a jam or something. So yeah. I think we're just like, no matter what. I think we're just going to be trained to. We see Matt Wise; it's like instantly bad because we don't want to see him. Because if he's, if we're looking at him, like something's bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think it's just it, it's 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 weird with like the whole Larusa thing. Like last year he was in there, and you know now he's gone. And I, I don't know. I, I I don't think inserting new people kind of changes things drastically. But maybe it is like a, I think it's more of like a relationships thing. Like if you're comfortable with your coach. Um, you you know probably want to do better for, for, if you're cool with your boss you're going to work harder right if you hate your boss you're not yeah. going to want to work as hard yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know I think that these guys are all pros they're all they've all been playing baseball forever and I think it's kind of like there's no like it just keep it simple kind of thing you know what I mean and, and it's just I don't I don't know yeah I, however I feel about the coaching staff it's like whoever we get next year or the year after like it's I don't I don't think it's like football where you bring in a new coach and things change year after year. Like, I, I don't really know what they can kind of do. Like, these guys are all pros and they already have their shit worked on. They all train individually. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, the Mickey Calloway probably the worst thing, but yeah.
1: There's off, I mean, I think there's like something to be said. Obviously, I'm praying for the guy's success. I would like nothing more, but there's something to be said about Joe Madden leaving the coach <clears throat> powerhouse now, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it sucks to see that. And then it's basically the same roster he had when he was there. You know, like, you, guys don't leave for no reason. Like, Socha, people are like, oh, you should have stayed. Like, there was time, bro. Like, it was
3: – Yeah.
1: Yeah, three. <laughs> like That was, like, a weird situation. But, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys are, are too into football, but, like, when a big play happens, the head coach comes right to the guy and, like, grabs his helmet. And he's, like, in his face, like, telling him how good he did or whatever. You know, I like never see – I never see Joe Madden like like he's just sitting there, he just seems like he has smartest guy in the room syndrome. And it, it could work, <laughs> but like it it bites him in the ass way too many times. Like, how how many times are you gonna bat falls second? He's hitting like 185.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Oh, but so Carlos, do you think that there's any chance or any need to replace any of these coaches? So such as a hitting coach of uh, pitching coach at this moment because i know max was saying about not uh not wanting to change every year it's not like the nfl maybe that's not the answer but is do you think for the angels maybe it could be the answer with a new gm
1: i think it's it's still very early um i know the leash is probably a little shorter for madden given that he's had so much success in the past with other teams mm-hmm. so i mean it's probably like hey man you did this with tampa you did this with chicago like if you really are as good as everyone thinks, as you say, you know, like you have the generational talent, two generational talents on the same team. Yeah. Um, I know it seems Perry is kind of, it's still, like I said, very early because his first season is going to be his first trade deadline coming up. But I think it's going to tell a lot about what we have um in terms of like upper management and whatnot with how they approach the trade deadline. Because if they're, if they burn it down, sell the, or sell like all of the guys, you know, then that tells you like, all right, we're, we're, we're obviously like reeling it in. But I mean, if they're aggressive, they go get a a pitcher that obviously like Scherzer would be great, but like just even someone that's someone that's serviceable, someone that can kind of be put in there, someone that has a little, little fight, like we've seen often, we've seen trade deadline acquisitions take guys into like playoff runs, you know? Yeah. So, Obviously, we're going to get Trout back around the all-star break, hopefully. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if if the coaches – I don't know if there's a coaching problem yet. Staff's still super, super new. Um, like Max said, Matt Wise is kind of weird looking, but they've been pitching a little bit better. Than <laughs> so, I mean, hey, you could look like a fucking turtle for all I care if a guy's got <laughs> sub-3 ERAs, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, right. Because, because right now, I mean, the team is. I know they've moved up in the the standings as far as uh, team ERA at the lowest of lows. I know it's settled down a bit via bullpen and and uh, starters, but the hitting is 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 bad too. The uh, the walks we're dead last in walks, plate discipline, uh, and we're up there as far as top five in strikeouts. So, I mean, that's to me. I, I, I did research with Fernando the other day and I was, when we were looking at a 2016 roster, I didn't know Paul Sorrento was a hitting coach back then, you know? And so it's like, man, we've continued a trend, you know? And so, <clears throat> so Fernando, your thoughts on that too. I mean, do you think that there's a freaking change needed for, uh
3: you know, I, you, we have to kind of give uh, Matt wise, kind of like a free pass this year. He wasn't supposed to be the pitching coach. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like when uh, you're, manager quits in the middle of a lunch rush at taco bell well what could you do <laughs> you're just kind of like all right well uh you're in ricky yeah <laughs> he's like what so i mean same thing with matt wise you got you kind of got to give him a free pass but i mean uh the hitting has obviously been i think one of the most frustrating things you know i mean matt max stash a couple of days ago swings ball four ball five it's like come on man what are you doing Yeah. you know i mean where's the pitch selection? You know, everyone knew he was going to throw the fastballs up in the zone. I mean, Todd said on the postgame that night he had uh, what the three straight yeah. fastballs up in the zone. Yeah, they were all balls. Yeah. You know, it's like why are we not picking up on these kind of tendencies, uh, Carl? You said uh, all the first pitch fastballs right down the you know right down the middle. It's like what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. It's like why are we not picking up on this kind of stuff? And that's where my frustration comes. Uh, especially with the hitting coaches. Like I said, Matt Wise, whatever, bro. He probably not going to be around next year. But, uh, you know, Paul Sereno especially, he's been around for so long. Something's got to change. Something's got to give.
1: Yeah, and it's. It, I almost feel like it's – if you don't know the name of your coaches, it's a good thing because, like, don't, it's like an umpire. The only reason you know an umpire's name is if he fucking sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, if I don't know any of my – like, if I don't know the pitching coach's name, but – we have a great team ERA. We have a great lead the league in strikeouts, whatever. Like I'm totally fine with that, you know, yeah. but we know all these guys that, because of their shortcomings. And and I think like, as
2: a podcast that we promote to people who don't like, I, like I don't want to know the hitting, like, unless it's an ex player, right. Yeah. Unless it's like fucking, yeah. I think pool host is going to step in a couple of years after he's done playing to support the team. Like our podcast is like, we're trying to take baseball, chop it up and make it, you know, feedable to our coworkers that were in office jobs and they have other hobbies and they like other things. I don't, it's not like the NFL. I don't need to know assistant coach. I don't need to know coordinators. I don't like, mm. like Carl said, if I know your name, like that's bad. Like, I don't want to know it. Yeah. If, if I know your name, it's because you're sending dick pics. Like I don't need to know. Yeah. Some angel fans, uh, you know, some of the diehard, whatever they want to call themselves, like they, They'd probably shaking their head and being like, you don't even know this. You're like, I don't want to know. I don't care. I like the team. I'm not, I'm not buying a hitting coach's jersey. So it's like, I think Carl's sounds right. Like your I don't problem, want to man. know their name. I don't want to <laughs> know their name. Like, no.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And, well, getting with football real quick, uh, we had a, this discussion, and Fernando. Obviously, you guys are football fans, too. Um, that play where uh, Lagarus was thrown out at home. Uh, you know, in the NFL, it's always uh, irrefutable evidence if the play is called one way, yeah. got it, it's got to be irrefutable to reverse the call. In your minds, as football fans, seeing that play from only two angles that they gave us. Uh, one being it looked like he was out one being he looked like he was safe. Was that safe or out to you guys honest opinions.
2: No, I mean, that was uh, that was the year the Seahawks and Packers ended the game with uh, the Packers intercepted it, but the Seahawks <laughs> caught the guy. Oh, it,
3: the failed it, area, the yeah,
0: yeah, And that's my <laughs> team. I leave them alone, dude. I'm going to see
2: that. Yeah, it's just, it's just that, like, where, I mean, I saw him steal home, and what I have liked for him to slide head first, like, yes, and I, be outside, slide head first, don't even get near fucking Posey. Uh, I mean, that was that was a really, like, uh, and then there was, like, some Angels account, like, hey, nice tag by Buster. Like, I'm like, bro, or not that, but they complimented something else. And I was like, hey, like, why don't you just compliment Buster Posey's tag? Like, uh, it was so close that you, like, I I don't know how they did that. I don't know if they needed overtime, like, they need to put in my overtime hours. But that was it, the most, like, hey, we're ready to go home, wrap it the fuck up, call of all time. And they just passed it they said no I need the overtime hours like we're gonna take this another couple innings um I, I I'm obviously really biased um people were saying he's out by a mile he to me like no <clears throat> I think he was out the call in the field was safe um you can't change that with what we saw but they did so I mean that's that's what
0: you are gonna do ask you what, what do you think same thing Carlos or
1: yeah I mean it's it's kind of like in, in football like you said if that if you say it's a first down and then it's questionable, you called the first down on the field. You can't, like, if there's any doubt in your mind that, because I bet you four of those umpires, two of them are like, oh, he's safe. But the other two, nah, he was out. Yeah. If there's any doubt in your mind about what the call should be, you have to go with the one that you initially called. I, that's what I think. Because you can't, for sure. Dude, we all saw the f- Angels the final, Angels 3 2. Like, yeah. It literally was yeah. like uh-huh. was written in stone. And, I mean, for for it to go down like that, and then obviously we saw what happened—seven runs top of the thirteenth. Thirteenth,
3: yeah.
1: Like I mean, it, it obviously it sucks for it to go down like that. But if you really are preaching as the MLB, you're preaching that you're holding umpires accountable. You have this new technology. You're gonna go to robo umps, whatever. Like little shit like that can't happen to affect the outcome of the game the way it did.
0: Exactly. Dots,
2: I
1: think correct. Like if, if that's in the sixth
2: inning, that's fine, but it's like it's bottom of the tenth, like, come on. Exactly.
3: Thoughts, exactly. Fernando, on that one? Yeah, I think you and I already touched on it, and we basically said the exact same thing. It's like, you know, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't painfully obvious that he was out or safe, but you had to go with the initial call, right? I mean, there wasn't enough evidence to not go, to change the call, in my opinion, but You know, not our job, right? So they they thought otherwise. And
1: we could probably do it better than they do. But yeah, I
3: we were talking about, uh, remember, uh, so earlier in the season, they were in Houston and Jason Castro from the Astros Uh, hit that ball that was like about a foot and a half foul. And they were like, fair ball. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" And that photo was like all over Twitter, like that it was a foul ball, foul ball. It's like, how come we can see this like for my smartphone,
1: yeah. and
3: these guys who have all this technology in New York, you know, can't figure it out? It's so like, yeah. what are you guys doing? You know, now?
1: You're saying that's why they have fucking NASA. Like we we can't get a a direct <laughs> overhead shot. Yeah, I they're, mean, yeah, they have jumbotrons,
0: drones, everything, and then they're still you know still messing up the calls. um it just seems
3: like we're yeah, – but, but you could get the perfect call with your smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> with your
0: iPhone. That's all you need. We just seem to be that snake-bitten team this year. Do you guys see a run in this team at all uh, if, if, say, for instance, when Trout comes back or maybe there's something that a fight maybe, you know, but with another team maybe gets gels this team together or something? Because there just seems to be something missing. Do you guys think that, you know – that there is a point in this season where we can at least get into the wild card. Cause right now, I don't know about you guys, but that division looks really far away now.
1: I think it, it comes down to tomorrow. Tomorrow is the start of the biggest series of the season. Like that that's gonna be our biggest competition for for wild card. Like if we're gonna try to make a push in the wild card, it's the teams that are in front of us. That's the Yankees, you know, like the Red Sox kind of flirt with it back and forth. Like all the AL East is obviously good, but like we I think the division is too. Like Houston's playing too fucking good, dude. Yeah, yeah. And like it drives me crazy to give them any credit, but it's like they're like they're like twenty out of their last twenty five or something nuts like that. Yep, yep.
3: Yeah, they can yeah. do no wrong. Really.
1: Um,
2: I mean, yeah, but it, it, at the same time, it's like that we got to do good. It, we it can't be we got to wait on Houston to lose. Um, I I think look the team that the Angels are, and it's almost like it, I'm gonna make a horrid comparison because i hate the dodgers the angels dodgers are the same team the dodgers just play the diamondbacks and rockies 25 times is the angels are going to beat up on shitty teams and then they're going to like you know do what they did this weekend against tampa against good teams like should they have won yesterday maybe should they have won like they won today should they have won yesterday like yeah probably um and like sometimes it happens it's like we get uh there's been games this year against like good teams that we squeak into and like like he said the castro foul ball or like, i can't think of another one but like the a's game like it was four zero then eight four yeah um they're gonna compete with good teams and then we're gonna get like 11 to three when we play the tigers and I don't, i'm not a big math guy but there's more bad teams and there's good teams there's only 12 playoff teams there's 18 remaining yep. they they just have to like our our schedule's not doing us any favors really even the mariners who are third they're like really fucking good um but what we need to do is like when we need to like take care of business when we play the rockies we got a sweep when we play the tigers we had to sweep we didn't um i just think it's going to come down it's going to be close i think you'll get Trout back and hopefully that amps it up a little bit to like where we take two out of three instead of one out of three this the series Mm -hmm. Um, but then again like our, our schedules we don't really have that many favors it's like the a's uh if we play the A's three like I'm thinking like we need one if we put Astros three I'm thinking we need one if we play in four like a split would be great Mm -hmm. um but we kind of got to break through that barrier when we play in four (coughs) times I got to be like hey we need three like I'm comfortable with three out of four here um it it just it's the nature of the beast man I think honestly if we played the Diamondbacks and Rockies 25 40 times this year I think that'd be like It'd be like a 750 win percentage, but it's, it's just, you know, it's the way things are. We got to play the Astros. We got to play the A's and it, it's almost like, I kind of want to start a thing where like, you're saying we can't make the playoffs like motherfucker. Our whole fucking, se- our whole season is playoffs. Cause we just play fucking playoff teams in our division, yeah. like all year. Like, and and I know it's like, nobody wants a participation award, but it's just like, it, look, man, we'd make it too if we played the fucking Nats fit. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, we're playing playoff teams in June. Like we're not, you know what it is? It's tough now, and and I just think it it should lighten up when we get Trout back and things start getting going. I just think we got to be consistent, um, and beat the teams we got to beat. And then you know if we kind of got to be realistic too, like I think this team's going to come out and shock the fans. They're going to get three out of four from the Yankees, I think, and that's going to kind of kick us on a fucking run. Um, I I had sent a tweet about a month ago saying just stay at five hundred. Get Trout back, call Adele up, and then from that point just get Champagne and like we're right around 500 for as bad as this team has been and all the injuries and stuff. Like it's not bad, but also I'm not dropping confetti just because we're 500. Yeah, um, it's kind of just for damage. <laughs> so
0: I, I think uh to go along with that, the if the hitting can get anywhere consistent, like you said, because that's been the biggest problem. If the you know the hitting can get going at all, get guys on base, we score runs, the pitching is actually falling into place. Uh, you know, the, the, the bullpen's looking a little bit better. Guys that we used to shit on and and laugh at are kind of doing their job a little bit better now. And if that can continue, like you said, the hitting gets a little injection of something, you know, we we start getting because our thing is we're not putting enough traffic on the bases. You know, sometimes we'll go three innings and just put up zeros completely. Nobody gets on, it's just one, yeah. two, threes. So if they're, if they're starting to pressure, I think that's going to help this team out so much more. It's going to give pitchers an opportunity to go out there and say, well, hey, you know, they didn't score, but they had the bases loaded. They'll get them next time. You know, and they go out there and they, they get a run or two. They yeah. give the pitcher more confidence. I think it all works together, and they just haven't had that this year.
1: It's funny because before the season I was saying, like, we're going to have to win every game 11 to 10 the way our pitching is. And it's like, no, we need to win every <laughs> game four to three. Like we can't, uh, yeah. we can't put up runs, you know? And then our guys are finally, you got Sandoval. Like, yeah, he got, I think he, his pitch count got a little high. Um, but he, I mean, he gave us five. I think he had like a no hitter through like five, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then he gave up the bomb. So it's like, bro, that's you. You're telling me my starting pitcher is going to go five innings, no hit ball and you can't give them two runs. Like, yeah and like i don't know like you it, it probably like bundy you look at bundy yeah he hasn't been the same he's been a shell of what we saw last year but it's a kick in the nuts for him to go out and throw six innings seven innings of two run ball and he gets one run of run support like what, what do you want him to do there? he can't go up and hit for himself you know like so i don't it's it's shitty it's it's really like and then, i don't know like there's so many ways you could spin it because like this is a good team it's this is this is a team that could make a run in the playoffs. It's just about putting little things together. And it's like when we're hitting, our pitchers are also giving up 10 runs. Like when we're not hitting, like, you know what I mean? Like our, our pitchers are throwing gems. So it's it can't just be like we luck into a, a good team win.
0: Yeah, Fernando always jokes around that we're consistently inconsistent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, there's just
2: not many teams that can lose their best player, have this many injuries and keep their head like semi above water. I know being at a 490 something win percentage isn't really above water. But I mean, the the like we're competing with like the Giants. like that game was competitive and it was our ace on the mound versus their ace. And it was a competitive game and we're missing our best player. Um, That's what kind of gives me hope. Uh, you know what I mean? The, the, Tuesday five to zero game is kind of just like, fuck it, whatever you guys didn't have it tonight, whatever. Uh, the next day, how they answer to that and they just come out and they're competitive against one of the best teams in the NL is I don't, you know, it's just bottling that up and making it consistent. Um, this week's going to be fun, man. We're going to find out a lot. And you know, even if we go two and two, it's not the end of the world. Um, but I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to find out what this team has and all without its best player, you know, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Fernando, you got thoughts on that one?
3: Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, this Angels team has been one of those teams that always has a run in them, at least the way we like to think about it. But, I mean, hasn't that been the same song and dance for the last five, six years? You know, this team has a run in them. This team has a run in them, and it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And uh, the biggest frustrating thing this year has been uh, – you know, the games where we're winning by like 10 runs, that's when the bullpen blows. But the games where we're losing by two runs, the bullpen's like, oh, everyone's going to do their job today. And then the offense isn't going to done. It's just, yeah. a, you know, it's one or the other. It's never like, nothing ever clicks on all cylinders. You know what I mean? Rysel Iglesias has to come in with bases loaded in the eighth inning to get seven outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Rysel's yeah. kind of been an unsung hero this year. I I, I don't think he's getting enough credit. I mean, he's the reason we've won a lot of these games because he's actually come oh, yeah. in and, you know, nailed the coffin.
0: Yeah, I mean, could you imagine oh,
3: yeah. if we didn't have him as a, as a closer right now? We're having a completely different conversation.
0: Yeah, this team's worse yeah, off.
2: couldn't
3: imagine. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: And, he, and you mentioned this too, Max, about the, about the Dodgers, you know, and I hate bringing them up too. I, w- I think they're all in agreement we hate them. half the Smurfs. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, though, this is the first year they've been challenged in that division. You know, they got two, uh, you know, Giants came out of nowhere this year. Padres are really good. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, for those years they made the runs to the playoffs, their division was basically giving them a free pass to the postseason every year.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Whereas the Angels, they've had to deal with Oakland always being Oakland and Houston coming out of nowhere since they came out of the NL. And Seattle has always given us problems. And Texas is that little redheaded stepchild that every now and then, we'll hit you with a brick in the back of the head. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's
0: just uh, our division's always been hard and difficult, you know, and that's not like an excuse or nothing. But like you said, when you're able to beat up on teams over and over the Colorados, the Arizonas, the Giants, the Padres, it's, it, it doesn't matter what you do in the central and the East. And so you can get the bulk of your wins in division. Angels haven't been able yep. to capitalize on that because their division's too hard i
3: mean if you put us in another division we're like probably a playoff team like the nl east the al central if we're like either of those divisions for whatever reason we're a playoff team almost every year
2: yeah yeah it it just you know it's, it's all excuses but i think that just makes us uh tougher and it gives testament to i'm not here to give out participation awards but i know a lot of you know teams who like or a lot of fans who like teams that are, you know, they're winning, they're making the playoffs, and if their team wasn't, they probably wouldn't be watching, you know. So, a lot yeah. of testament to, you know, you guys, and it is a participation award, but, I mean, you're here when this team's not winning, and it's not going to be like that forever, you know what I mean? Exactly. It, it is what it is. So, I, I'm i not worried about I already know that the Dodgers are cooked. Like, they're just <laughs> – there's no way. You, you can't, like – you can't tell me that's a – you know, that's, that's – even from, like, when they made it to the World Series and stuff, like there's no, they play a good team. They get
3: shellacked, like they're destroyed. There's no way. So,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah. we got that to look. They won't for, win at it least. this
3: year. They won't win it this year.
0: No, they can't do it in one sixty-two. That's what we always uh uh mess with the fans because we call it the exhibition season last year, and mm-hmm. and they and Dodger fans can I think. They're too proud to admit it because they're still fighting with the Astros from 2017. Yeah. So if you yeah. really truly believed you won last year, you would put that in the in the background. Because for me, as a Seahawks fan, if we win a Super Bowl this year, I don't care about not running the ball from the one yard line. That's a distant memory. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah for sure. But but the Dodgers, they they can't get over that because they know last year was a sham.
1: Yeah, they know. It's, they oh, they I mean, wouldn't be bringing it up. They'd be saying, "Oh no, we're Wall Street's champ." <laughs> Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, I, I used to, I used to go not pretty hard, but I used to go like, you know, I wouldn't let anything pass my radar. If I saw something, then I'm tweeting it. Now it's just, it's almost like they just embarrass themselves at this point. They put it on a T tee for themselves and the fights every fucking night. It's just like I, now I just kind of feel bad and it's <laughs> I just, I honestly like, I, it, if you have kids and you go to that stadium, like good luck, you know. So.
0: Yeah, and that's with a shitload shit. of <laughs> little, shit little security and police. You know, we have we have yeah. old people doing our games, they have actual police officers yeah. and still having yeah. fights. So um crazy. Uh any other questions you have for these guys, Fernando?
3: Uh one thing that Todd and I have talked about was um uh, we wanted to get your opinion because you know you guys are tell how it is, you guys are those kind of fans, and uh, I want to know in your opinion, what's been the angels' problem for the last you know six, seven years, you know, you know, since about 2015, you know, it's just been a dollar short a day late has been our story. So what do you guys really think? uh, I know Max, you said, you, you know, you're you're pretty new to hardcore following the team. So, you know, what's been you guys' perception on what's going wrong? Is this just a personnel issue or is this a deeper issue? Is this an Artie Moreno thing?
2: Um, Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely starts with Artie. Um, I think it's a mul- it's a multitude of things. Obviously, you can't just pin it on a bad owner because there's teams of bad owners that do well. Um, but I don't I certainly don't think it's talent. Right. It's just management of talent. Um, and honestly, it, it might be I, I make this joke a lot, but it's the team is a tax write off at the end of the day. It's not. Artie Marino, <laughs> he left the game in the think, fifth inning. like he, yeah. he left the game early this year. And it's like you don't do that if you know you like there's very many little things i own but what i do own is like i see it through and i'm not yeah. a gajillionaire or whatever um and you take pride in it i'm sure it has to like it just has to be a culture problem and has to be uh you know like even no matter how good a fucking chipotle is with bad management it's not going to be good like i don't care what <laughs> you're putting in there like it just doesn't work like that so Um, Has to be a culture problem. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I'm not worried about the stadium being empty because it's a bad product, right? Like, and you see the videos of 2014, that shit's packed to the brim. Uh, 2002, packed to the brim. Like, any team that wins, a lot of people, you know, we don't, like, it's not a a bad thing. It's not, you know, whatever. But it's like, when a team is doing good, like, people are going to go. There's a lot of people on the fence of, like, why the fuck would someone go if they're not a diehard fan? Why the fuck would they go on a Tuesday night at seven? They have jobs at eight. They have other things to do. Like, why would they go? Um, I guarantee you if the Dodgers weren't consistently beating the shit out of these other teams, like that stadium would also be not full on a Tuesday. If they were, let's say they were the Rockies the past few years, like that stadium's not full. Like, I don't care what you're, what you're putting. If you put a bad product, people aren't going to come. Um I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. And, and, you know, we can all speculate and say this, that, and the other thing it, it's, it, to me, it's a culture thing. And I've heard Joe Madden try to change it, but it's also, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you do. Uh, you throw money at it. You do, I don't know. Like, it's just, uh, I know what me and Carl are trying to do is we're trying to change the vibes and we're trying to make it, you know, fun. And, and it's should be a fun and exciting place and, and trying to make it, uh you know what what my goal is and i tag carl you know me and him are like tag team in this is like if someone says something negative about the angels like it's just that's not gonna slide like the the angels are like our brother like you talk shit on like we could talk shit on our brother but as soon as you do like then it's gonna be like hey look you better have all your like you better be a gajillionaire you better be the most handsome motherfucker you better have no flaws because if you say something about the angels negatively like then Carl, I, or whoever follows us is going to be like, Hey, look, dude, like we're going to come at you baseball, not baseball, whatever. It's not going to be a fun time for you. And you're going to second guess thinking like, Hey, I'm going to talk bad about the angels. Um, so it's small, it's a small, you know, snowflake that'll turn into an avalanche
1: eventually. And um, I think uh, I'm thinking it's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish this thought. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, I just think uh, like, like you're back to your initial question about like what's, what do we think is wrong? I think it comes down to like a lack of urgency. Um, like my, my girl has her nephew. He's like three or four years old and he has this thing, I don't know why he says it, but he always says like, you ask him a question and he'll be like, eh, maybe next year. And like, that's literally been (laughs) the angels every single year. Like we have, we signed Mike Trout to the extension whatever he's going to be angel for life. That's great. Nothing has come from like year after year of him. It's like, We're going to have the most MVPs in a 10-year span if Otani (laughs) wins it this year. Yeah. And we haven't gone anywhere with it. We haven't made a run. We haven't done, like – so we can't keep saying, like, all right, we'll get it together next year. Hopefully Perry makes it work in the offseason. Hopefully already does this and this. Like, you see the Clippers. You see Steve Ballmer at every game losing his fucking mind, like, cheering. He's basically, like, one of the guys, you know. Like, if we don't have that from our – He literally, the guy that owns the team, like, it's, if you don't take care of your car, like, who's going to take care of your car for you You don't take it to get an oil change, you don't get it washed, like, who the fuck is going to get it washed for you, who's going to, so, it's the same thing with the team, it starts from the top, if you don't care about the team, you don't care about what's going on, the inner workings, and you don't care about making the fans happy, how do you expect people to support you, it's like, like the Snyder, Dan Snyder, in Washington, football team,
3: Uh, yeah,
1: So it's just literally one thing after another that's wrong with that. And then with that team and organization and like, yeah, they had their little run last year, but that's not built for long-term success. You know, like you have to, yeah, it comes a time where Artie has to look himself in the mirror and he's not going to, but like, yeah, maybe I, I'm in this for the wrong reasons. Maybe I should sell the team. Maybe I should like, and I don't know, in a perfect world that happens. We get an owner that's super passionate, an owner that's local would help, you know, comes to the games He's in there. He's shooting the shit with, like, Gooby and Moda. Like, like, you could just tell, dude, like, the the stadium when you're there, like, I don't know how many games you guys have gone to this year, but, like, it just feels it feels different now that everyone's back from COVID and stuff, but, like, it's, like, deflating sometimes when it's 5-0, when it's like, oh, here comes this to fuck it off. Like, C-Sheck the other night, bases loaded, hits a guy, and then we lose by one. yeah. yeah. It's like, dog, like, you, you can't keep doing this and expect your fans like us that ride for this team will do anything for this team to still pay their dollars, still pay $150 for a jersey, you know, pay 20 bucks for a beer. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll gladly do that if if you're showing me that you're actively working towards bettering this situation. And uh, I mean, I I hope it seems like Perry's kind of in that frame of mind, he wants to make it work, but you can only do so much as the assistant manager if your fucking owner is not, you know what I mean? Like, if you're the assistant manager out of Starbucks, but the manager says, we're not fucking doing that, this is going to crumble.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we all heard rumblings of, like, already getting in the Poto uh, Epler, like, he just had his hands and everything. I think that's the the big problem too, is like, bro, like the the manager of my Chick-fil-A, like I don't need him to know how to fucking cook chicken. I need him to know how to hire someone who knows how to cook chicken. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I don't need, I don't need whoever owns the Chick-fil-A to cook my chicken. I need you to hire someone to cook my, like it, Yeah. and and it's just, you can't have your, I don't again, I don't know, but we've all heard it saying he's, he's influenced deals. He said, do this, do that. (laughs) And
3: I think he's very much a Jerry Jones. You know what I mean? Because Jerry Jones is, like, involved in everything. You know what I mean? I don't like yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. And it just, you know, Jerry Jones – I feel like I don't like the Cowboys, A, because of the fans, but B, because of Jerry Jones. It's just like, you know, he's just in everyone's business. It's the same thing with Artie. It's just like, dude, let yeah. – you hire this guy, let him do his job. I think every yeah. Angels fan who's knowledgeable about the situation would say this team would be way better, like, in the Billy Epler era if you would have just let Billy Epler do his thing.
1: Because I
3: think Epler was the right guy at the time. He made some good moves that cost us nothing. But, you know, the problem was I feel like Artie kept interjecting, kept interjecting. It's like, dude, just I understand you want Rendon. I understand you want Pujols, CJ Wilson. You want those guys? That's cool. I don't want those guys. They're not going to help us. Let the general managers do his job. And Todd had a great rant uh, a couple nights ago in the postgame about how the Angels' biggest issue is just a lack of accountability from the top down. You alluded to Artie Moreno not being involved, not being present. You know, how are you going to interject yourself to the situation yet never watch the games? You show up to the spring yeah. training games, great. That's cool. You also show up to this because he lives in inning. Yeah. Yeah. Because he lives in Arizona. Arizona. He's not going he's not coming yeah. to Anaheim. So it's like exactly. It's it's that's the thing, it's though. Tough. It's like, you know, how are you going to interject yourself to this situation and not be there to actually see your product through? You know, I understand you can't make it every game, but be there for 80% of the games, at least the home games. You know what I mean? At least there's that. I mean, he was at all three I mean, of the yeah, uh, like, Arizona Diamondback games when we were there.
2: Yeah. He, he'll just, I mean, like, bro, you'll have a nice, sweet, you, like, bro, you own the place. you <laughs> literally just fucking sit yeah. there. Dude, um, so my yeah, friend works for the
3: Angels. And I won't – I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to get him in in trouble. No, no. But one time he was walking around, uh, and uh, Artie Moreno stops him asking for directions. I swear to God. He's like, how do I get to this place? And he's just (laughs) like, what the (laughs) – you own the goddamn – you own this place. How do you not know how to get to the the bathroom on level three or whatever? (laughs)
2: That's that's fucking funny.
3: (laughs) He's just like, what are you doing? How do you know how to get around the stadium? I mean, I know how to get around the stadium. I'm sure you guys do too.
2: Yeah.
3: Sure. It's not that confusing. Just walk straight. You'll get somewhere. It's
2: <laughs> and, and, and like I said earlier, like we're all talking shit on him. But the second he says, yo, like and Alfield, here's full access. With Ford, here, <laughs> dude, like then he's my best friend. So. Oh, for it's sure. That simple. It'll be it'll be the second he lets us in. It'll be like, all right, cool. Well, I, I don't care who you sign now. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like,
3: yo, yeah. yo bring that buddy.
2: That, that's our that's our goal. I think is uh, you know for rocks in outfield is it, we have, I have a goal to take it to Barstool. Uh, I, I don't know how close or far we are, but you know we'll, I, I'll, I'll drag it there. Um, and that bring because you always hear angels are wasting trial, Angels are doing this. Angels whatever. It's like let's put it on one person, Artie Miranda, right? Let, let's yeah. bring the heat on. And if it, and if he wants to deflect it to a GM or someone else, then we'll do that. But he's flying under the fucking radar. He, he's hiding behind yeah. the A that we all love and the A's getting destroyed. So, you
0: know, so we got about three minutes remaining real quick. But I do want to say for you guys, uh, we really appreciate what you guys are doing and we see that you guys are progressing and if there's anything we can do to help and vice versa, we'd like to, you know, work with you or, you know, help you get there. Cause I think you guys have made such a good impact. There's not much to jump. Uh, We've seen the numbers and it's basically like locked on angels and that's they they're like mostly commercials with about 15 minutes of filler so you guys bring more content yeah. to that so we just wanted to tell you guys we're big fans
2: of you guys
1: oh yeah thank For you sure. thank you it means a lot
2: and uh if you got any anything- it's uh yeah okay oh, yeah sorry i just think i just think anybody that wants to do uh you know an angels angel any team really it doesn't like i don't think much respect to locked on and angels recap but it's like we want to go toe-to-toe with those guys and and i think carl and i know this that if you know, I don't want to say they have it easier. They have, you know, it's on us to make it, it's on us to have a studio. It's not on them, Mm -hmm. but we've talked to some of the people in the angels and whoever handles the interviews and stuff. And we've just been totally, we are over 2005. Like (laughs) we haven't gotten one, Hey, talk to this guy. Hey, we'll give you the bat boy. We haven't gotten anything. And I think they know that if they give us the same plugs that they're giving other people that they're the, the product that they're paying for won't be relevant anymore. So it's, you know, and that's nothing, that's another thing I have problem with the organization. That's more me being selfish, but you know, it, much love to those guys. But I think Carl, I can go toe to toe with like whoever and it, like anyone in the angels world. And uh, I, I'm glad to see more people like, like you guys come up and, and it's going to put pressure on the other shows to get better and not just be 15 minutes of, cause then why would I listen to this guy? If it's commercials in 15 minutes and I can listen to these two, guys just being honest like so
0: yeah because we um, all need a, mattress. I d- we don't need a mattress that bad or you know <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah 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 i just i just think we all put pressure on them and that's how things change is, you know
0: and you guys will get there if you guys just keep doing what you're doing so just keep plugging Thanks, away. any final it.
2: thoughts fernando
3: no i mean just uh keep doing your thing you guys are doing a great job over there I, I subscribed to your show and i mean i didn't even know you guys you know existed prior to like two months ago and that's not out of disrespect it's just Out of you know what I mean, like you said, I mean, people just kind of you know live in their box. I'm forced to listen to this other crap that the angels produce, and uh, you know, I I really just like fans being honest. So, you guys keep doing your thing, uh, you know, keep being an ally. We'll always cheer you guys on because you guys are you know exactly what we need more of. And we actually
0: saw you, we actually saw you guys on a internet thing real quick before we got out of here on uh, the top five to listen to angels podcast. So, you guys were in the uh, like number four, I believe, or something like that.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't like that.
0: Yes. I'll be number one, <laughs> <laughs> but you had, you'll get there. You'll get there. No problem. You guys will
2: get there for sure. So
0: thanks for coming on for us, man. And we definitely for got sure. this uh, again. And if you guys want us on too, we'll be more than happy to, to come on with you. Anytime.
2: Today. We'll, we'll, Absolutely. We'll, we'll set up like a watch party or something soon after the all-star break.
0: Sounds good. There you go. All right, guys. Sure. Thank oh, yeah. you. Awesome.
2: Thank you guys. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll see you guys.